Sench on the outside, then came trying to get through Pashiro. It's going to be close, but eluding just in front of Ascension. Munamek late. Ascension over the top. Ascension. Ascension has won it from eluding. Welcome to Bet Doctor. Behind the curtain, look at how pro punters operate. I'm your host, Scoot. I'm joined in studio by with John Walter, master punter, grand finalist. How you feeling, Walt? I was going to wear one of those gimp balls this week, you know, put it in my mouth so I don't say anything after last time. I'm just going to be quiet this week. I'm going to throw off. I'm going to do everything I can to make it difficult for everyone, including myself, especially DK. Oh, down to Mexico to see your great pal DK? Yeah, I don't trust him. <laughs> Come on. He'll be sending me. me dummies. He'll be sending me dummies. He's Team McLeod for sure. <laughs> uh, runs deep, that association. How are you, DK? Yeah, he's spied on there. I'll be right behind Johnny McLeod. Don't worry about yeah, that. Yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right no, we're trying to stay dry down here, but um, yeah, she's going to piss down today. Um, yeah. So anyway, but uh, so we're going to get copied some of the summer Sydney's been having, but a uh, nice wet track and a big race day. But uh, anyway, but uh, don't worry, it's all about not about me. Talk, talk to me. Talk about this bloke next to me. Just <laughs> Nico. Blonk, blonk, hundred and fifty to one Cornella or something. Or what'd you do? Forties and fifties, two picks. And that I did, oh, I did notice. Nick obviously came into the uh, consideration. Was it as it was a grey in the wet? Grey in the wet. Accusation was it called? Accusation or something? Yeah, so, uh, that, that was the only reason I found it. DK, <laughs> that's it's it. your old pearl. That's it. No, <laughs> right, they just they, they, everyone just put shit on it, and they didn't. And then I had blokes coming jumping out of the woodwork and giving me stat. Oh, it's all a myth and stuff like that. But tell you what, they keep saluting as you saw that thing do. White Marlin was there, but uh, hey, White, anyway. yeah, that's right. There's another one. Yeah, another one. There's another one. But uh, Richie, Richie in the Caulfield Cup, he'll be right there. Don't worry about that. I tell you what, uh, if you've just tuned in or you've got no idea what we're talking about, the racing show, Nico's other podcast with uh, T Dogs, tipped it out at 101, and then he followed it up in the yard, tipped it again at 51. I think about 80s affair. So Ascension was the horse that we're talking about, and it just happened on school time, school pickup time, and I got bailed up by a uh, a mother. And I missed the miss the tip, missed the race, so I haven't had a bean on it. So I'm absolutely filthy. But uh, Nico, you you've been in form, and we've been saying it for the last couple of weeks. So if you haven't tried it yet, that if that doesn't convince you that you need Nico's mounting yard mail, fifty one shot from the yard, just to confirm, cherry on top, one hundred and seventy seven bucks will get you through to the end of the year, and it's via Telegram, three to five minutes before the race. Got to get on board. Membership paid for, and everyone was kicking up, kicking their heels yesterday. They were absolutely. Loving it, and some bikes got the first four. Yeah, yeah well, they had the second horse too, did What price was it? Eluding. Yeah, what pro- eluding was actually the better result, to be honest. I kind of bet up a bit more him than the well, other he's one. Well, he 25 to 1 or something, wasn't yeah, it? He, he just sort of had the perfect setup there, and then, uh, yeah, the other two sort of fell into the first four, the two sort of were in the market. So, um, yeah, I don't know if I'll be able to do that again on Saturday. Don't, don't be expecting that <laughs> I sort think of your brother uh, said that, situation. Hey, but, enjoy this, enjoy this, Nico. It'll probably never, ever happen again. Yep. The Blanc, Quinella, or those, two of those odds, but well done, mate. Well done. DK, you're close enough to rub him. Just rub him for a bit of luck, can you? For all yeah, I've got to get the even money chance home. So that's how bad. <laughs> I can't even get even same. So let alone forties or whatever it was. So anyway, interesting one last Saturday. Let's. Uh, it's probably one of the most. I've seen a couple of amazing things on racetracks, but uh, the tweet from the Racing New South Wales stewards. We'll cover it quickly. Race five. Uh, the graphics on screen now. Riders in consults, consultation with the stewards have indicated that. As the going towards the inside of the track is deteriorating, riding, riders will endeavour to position their mounts away from the rail in the middle stages to find better footing. Have you seen or heard of a more ridiculous thing in your life, John Walter? Except the, the one occasion, I think it was 2016 or 17, when they moved the rail for It's an Undeal after the barrier draw, that's 
was shocking. Um, we posted the link on our Twitter uh, channel the other day, but this is this is next best. I've seen a few interesting things from racing New South Wales, you know, uh, but no, this was different. And moving the rail obviously makes a lot more sense because that was their their issue, but they reckon it takes too long to do that or whatever, so they just sort of told them to see if they could avoid the section. And I think the only reason, from what I'm led to believe, that the statement was released was because the riders said we won't go out unless unless the public are made aware of it because we're going to look like madmen, you know what I mean? No, the no, first that, five leaders have led on the rail and if and if we go out there and purposely steer away from it, we're going to look like complete buttheads and imagine if, you know, like the leader rolls off and I think the next favourite, Opal, whatever it was called, uh, drew one. Mm. If he had a snuck up the inside of the leaders that rolled off intentionally from what looked the best part, uh, all hell would have broken loose. So I think that's why they only tried it for one race too. They just came out and they you could see the jockeys just didn't know where to go. Mm. They had no clue where to go. Um, the right horse probably won the race, but, um, yeah, I think they made the right decision to, to can it after it anyway. DK, can you remember anything like this? It's just... Doesn't it doesn't sit well with me the whole thing? Oh, it makes just what Walt's just given a great explanation. I, without context, it looks, you know, madness and stuff we expect from North Korea. But um, but that uh, as Walt said, the jocks have said, you know, they've 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 put the put, made the point there. So um, I think in in the yeah in the context of it uh, that that explains it, which needed some explaining. But that's it. To be an all bets off scenario for me, and I'm not surprised that I get it got called off uh, the next race anyway. But oh, uh, yeah, there you go. Definitely a uh, a big query thing. What I was talking about earlier is the Master Punter Grand Final. A couple of a fortnight ago, we saw uh, Johnny Walter knock over Mark Lamborn and John McLeod knocked over Anthony Don. Uh, it was unbelievable, the final hour. So if uh, you need some entertainment on Saturday Arvo and you want to put the sand down on racing.com and Sky Racing, make sure you tune into our YouTube channel for this battle. It'll be a ding-dong battle. I think the early banks are... Somewhere around 16,013K. I'm not sure where we're going to turn them off. It looks like they'll both go over 20K for their starting banks, but uh, they might start to get to the sort of thirty or $40,000 mark, I'd, uh, I'd suspect. But uh, they're going to start off the same marker here, and it's uh, Johnny Walter versus John McLeod. We'll do it out of the Melbourne studio. So we're all on the plane on the way down to Melbourne. So I think it's well, the stream room set up for it, so it's going to be uh, – a real dungeon environment. I think. Uh, is DK even locked in yet? Well, oh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll come in for fifteen minutes. Like, coming, DK? I'll come, coming. I'm coming in a beer o'clock. <laughs> Whenever that is. What's what that? that for? Midday. Midday. Oh, my old man, it's something to drink. Mm, DK will be on the couch, so it's going to be uh, cracking. Nico will be in the yard at uh, Caulfield. Uh, Trav going to be there. Trav will be there. That's all so right. So me and T Dogs will uh, oh, host T-Dogs. it. Yeah. That's so right. well, I should say midday on you, our YouTube channel. Make sure you check it out live stream. And the best part is there's going to be a winner, uh, John McLeod or John Walter will go to the US Masters, and we've also got a Masters draw. So fifty bucks if you want to go to the Masters. We're going to draw it live with our friends at Ankle Breakers at six thirty. So I think the last race at Brisbane's twenty past six, and then. Uh, Everyone that's bought into this Masters Club for $50 entry, it closes Friday night at 11.55. So you've only got until Friday night to buy a ticket. And then at 6.30, we're going to push the magic button on uh, ankle breakers, a little draw, and then someone will be joining the winner of the Master Punter over in Augusta. So there'll be me, maybe Walt, maybe John McLeod, and someone out there that's just had 50 bucks. So 
you've backed slow donkeys and free bets and all that sort of stuff. So I tell you what, I went I went ten years ago and it is unbelievable. You wet your pants when you walk in the door there. So um nine and a half thousand dollar first prize and some other Should have just boxed boxed uh, Nico's first four two dollars for fifty bucks yesterday. You, so you could have gone first class. Could have gone for two tickets. <laughs> I, I had no idea what the value of those um, entry entry in, in, into the actual golf tournament was till my mate Tim rang me the other day chasing tickets to go. Like you know, they just you just can't get you just can't get tickets into that tournament. And if you do, you got to, it's like you know, like all those big sporting events over there, you you pay through the nose. So to be able to get access to it is um, it's pretty rare. Yeah, so I think it's nine and a half thousand. It took us four months to put the trip together. Um, it's pretty, we're sold out already, but to get the tickets alone, it's Something like eleven thousand bucks just for the tickets You're to the three days of the golf. The accommodation yeah. is a nightmare. It's sort of like trying to organise accommodation for Warnable or Swan Hill. It is nearly so identical, really, to but go. worse because it's yeah similar. There's not much there. Everyone moves out for the couple of weeks because mm. they just Airbnb their joints out because yeah, there's no other accommodation really. So we, I think we've got at least three houses, and um, I just I hope I don't draw the same house as Walt. But, Walt. Uh, I'll do. John McLeod. John McWalt. Yeah. Well, John McWalt. McLeod will have a fair go on the drink, but you, you'll be in bed by 8 o'clock. You'll have the jammies on. 100%. It's going to be outstanding. So if you want to throw a dart and you like golf or you just like sporting events, I'm telling you this is the best thing I've ever been to. So join me at over in uh, America and it's a couple of boys from Little Birdie TV. It's going to be outstanding. Track screen this week. It's going to be a big show, so I'll try and make it quick. Tell you what, PVL, he says that he's uh, the punter's pal or, mm. you know, he's the probably the battler's pal. He's from Western Suburbs. He's the kid from, where is he? Out west somewhere? No, he's not from planet where Earth, is mate. He? He's not from planet Earth, mate. I, I tell you what. He's not from planet Earth, mate. It's one thing to gouge us on pock tax and all this sort of stuff, but actually turning up at the races and getting gouged on a hot dog. Have a look at this one. Mitchell Lloyd sent this one in. A $12 hot dog for <laughs> tracks grand. At Royal Rand. Is that how it came like that? Well, like, his, his son's had a bite of it. He's I don't like, reckon oh, he has. I reckon that's how it came. Track screen. That's so, the pock. That's so the pock. look at that, $12. And then our old mate Juppy has sent in the $4 dog from Menangatang Races. You reckon Juppy had three of them to make up? Well, and he said the sauce is in the sauce is in there under the – someone asked where the sauce was. It's in under the cheese in the <laughs> where, where, the, where it's been opened up. He'd swallow it whole, Juppie. I'll take a dollar twenty. That wasn't the only one he had for the four dollars. <laughs> but that, that's that's what racing's about. Like four dollar hot dog food uh, versus twelve dollars at Randwick. It's just a side note on the Masters. The Masters prices are stuck in nineteen seventies. Yeah, it costs you three thousand to get in though. But it's like dollar dollar drinks, two two and three dollar <laughs> yes. sandwiches. It's unbelievable when you go to the Masters. So it's managing prices once you get to the Masters. But I, like, should be like Happy Gilmore. They should be walking around with jugs of beer and with naked women at Augusta for three thousand to walk in. But that's all right. How can you have an eight dollar difference on a hot dog on a racetrack? Manangatang, Randwick, like that's criminal. Well, the people they attract to the races now aren't punters, so they've got plenty of disposable income to spend on hot dogs. Mm. Anyway, it's that's gone. true. That'd be volunteers. That'd be the local women's association or something punching them out. Compared been- to the spotless group or someone who's got a bid for the Randwick thing and this. Try and make as much margin as they can for their shareholders and serve up crap and charge as much as they can for it. Like, ever been to Menangatang, DK? Oh, I haven't. No, no. And I was no, I haven't been to Menangatang, but I did back a great winner there. One, one of the old oh, Free Willy, a great Aussie, was won ten races. <laughs> free Willy, one his maiden there. He brought him down in, and Hobson brought him down in a pack of them from the synthetic for some reason. Second up for him and wide all the way, and then all of a sudden he drew Barry one at Menangatang. I said, "Here we go." 
and they bet three to one at Reynolds on and yeah, God bless, was one of the last winners I backed. I reckon I've had a Menangatang hot dog. I went there. I struck my first horse ever at Menangatang. I reckon I've probably been 12 or 13. And I reckon I've even sort of uh, followed Juppie's footsteps there early days and had a Menangatang hot dog. Don't well, have, don't, can't remember it too much. but The other, the other grouse hot dog stand, which is in the, no surprise in the same district, is oh, Donald. Sw- Swan Hill. Oh, Swan Hill. Swan Hill got the hot dog man or whatever it is. They've got those beautiful big Do- ones. Donald's also good. Oh, Donald. Donald the, hot dog goes well. The duck. All right, there you go. There's some tips for the punters. If you're willing to drive four hours. <laughs> <laughs> Menangatang's northwest of Swan Hill, out Oyen, Oyen sort of way. So oh, Walt's yeah. just looking at me thinking, well, yeah, what are we sure. talking about? But um, anyway, the winner of Scran, <laughs> Track Scran. It's near Poon Carey, Walt, near Poon Carey. Near yes, Toolie. Do have a winner there? DK, yeah, ca- uh, DK Weird Country. Huh? Poon Carey or Poon Carey or whatever the hell <laughs> yeah. Home and when, didn't it, Walt? Home and when? Yeah. It won. It won the... Um, yeah, there was a jockey there that was uh, uh, Keating. Was it Jay Keating? Didn't he? He was in uh, he was in Tasmania or whatever. He was the only jockey I knew in the race. But wherever the hell that joint was, Jay okay. Keating. Winner of Track Scran for the week is this one. It's the Mini Curry Lamb Roll with Ooh. beer. So it's fifty nine rand in uh, Saffa dollars or five dollars and fifteen cents in Australian dollars. So it's a, a little white death roll with a beautiful little lamb curry and the beer kicker. So it's a mid strength or a light. So if you're steering. I think that's a huge value, but they call it, you know, they call this little uh, lamb roll. It's a bunny chow, bunny chow. So it's not rabbit, but it's lamb curry roll, bunny chow, little bunny. How gone are we? Hey? How gone are we? We're going, How gone are we? Seriously. <laughs> Tell you what, you're back. You could be a model this Saturday because uh, you use a Manscaped. Don't know where it is. I've probably been uh, using it on the orchestra stalls, but um, could be an edge just like the Aussie Swim Team. So if you're looking for an edge, make sure you check out the Weed Whacker or the lawnmower, or just buy both using uh, Little Birdies, a promo code manscaped.com. Walt, uh-huh. you said you don't wear any undies last week. I don't. In the Queensland. Except for the Manscaped feet. ones, of course. Eesh. Yeah, well, if, they got, if they're themed undies, I'll whack them on. I might get some DK ones. How long do they take? To- How's Beck cope with you wearing cartoon jocks at your age? 40? She's the one who gets them for me? <laughs> it's not a good look. Why? It's just what. Pulls what are you worried about? There's Bugs Bunny. So what? <laughs> oh, jeez, it's a weird one, mate. What? It's just what do you want on there? Oh, what, you want a G-string or something? Oh, you, you sort of grow do. out of that when you're a teenager. You do. You probably do wear a G-string. Thing. Today's show is going to be an absolute belter. Caulfield Cup, Everest. Donnie, I tell you what, Donnie's back. Extremist, $4.81 won so easily. Coat was an absolute launch job. Airborne the Don. Uh, Mr. Mozart was a bit of a uh, bit of sad well, one. Mr. Mozart. What about it? See that race? So it's drawn 15 last week. Absolutely perfect straight to the front race over. This week, one. <laughs> Good luck. Same was it, race. was a moral, wasn't it, if they had to keep oh. going? And the other thing from Melbourne, that lavish has drawn the opposite. It's gone from two trailing position perfect to 15. So, so it's can- Everest Day for Walt. So it's uh, it's going to be exciting to uh, hear him preview that one. It's Christmas Day. Bigger than the Melbourne Cup, they reckon. Top Sports steamers last week, the Gov. Tell you what, Nelly'd run down uh, hot pot moral that uh, Johnny Kelton's tipping at uh, Adelaide. So uh, make sure you note that down. But they're a bit due, the uh, Top Sports teams. It's been a couple of weeks between winners there. Bet Dr. Leia, tell you what, rough that. Golden Mile destroyed us. Oh, was oh, a I jo- wouldn't say destroyed. No, I, just, well, I was in the feeling position. Dead set. Dead set. Let's not bring it up. Disgusting. The chopper shot on elliptical. How was that? Those aftershocks, DK. When I said, "Oh, well, have a look at the chopper shot." Was what just, about it being three dollars uh, fifty favorite for the spring champion? Who? Golden Mile. Won't it's run just, it. Even he got chopper. off after the race. He's like, "Well, it was gone three hundred out, but I bloody I did what I had to do. I waved my magic wand and lifted it over the line." Eleven horses within two lengths or something, was it? 
I wish, mm. I wish rated three links below up average or something for a Caulfield Guineas. And some bloke wanted a blue when I said it at its birthday. But I don't know how I got through last Saturday. Like elliptical and then laws of indice. I don't know how I've mentally bounced back. Elliptical and, and laws of indices. Because uh, J-Mac just got me in the guineas uh, and, and then, then he just fisted jammed. me yeah, with exactly. laws of indices. Jam- and the other one, if you're, if you're animated as well, he got he just jammed everyone all day. Oh, yeah. Was he? Yeah, there they go. And, and then he, they jammed us yesterday. With the champion. Matt, Matt, oh, Matt, yeah. yeah Madam yeah. Pomery. Pisting, didn't it? <laughs> What about Madam Pomery? Did you see his post-race? He said, oh, she will. It had the right form around all the best Sydney horses, even though it was beaten out of sight, just just wasn't handling the wet tracks. Well, Hank, what was it? That was the biggest reversal. Madam Pomery. Did you see flippers on as a gear change or something? I didn't. That's the biggest form reversal I've seen for quite some time. And then he got right of the day for dragging it out of the race and going straight up the worst part, nowhere near anything else, and winning by six. I uh, I thought it was it was interesting. I think Nico should have got right of the day. No, I was just talking about the champ Animo with DK. Just yeah, trying to fire yeah. it up again. Yeah. He got me. He got me. Pissed in Animo, didn't it? Oh, and then all I just loved its turn of foot on the bend. When it was yeah. negative four AC. The old <laughs> in reverse. It could be lay of the year in the Cox Plate. It's not the lay of the year because it's a good horse, but it's um. Could be. I think it'll be a very different race at Cox Plate. Could you take evens? To do what? How could it be evens when it just fell in? (laughs) Seriously. That's the sick part. It will be. It will be evens. His advantage on the others was he was probably a run behind most of them. They'd all been to 1,800 and he'd only been to the mile and he's beat them at the 2,000. Now they all go to grand final day and he's probably at the same spot as them now. Uh, He's going to wobble around that track. I know that. If he has to come round him at Moody Valley, he's going to wobble. Anything could happen. Yeah, yeah. Mm. He's your boyfriend, Nico. Yeah, I've I've been on him since pretty much day one. So <laughs> I'll apparently stick up for they're him. Um, they're keen not to. Although there's discussions that trying to get alligator blood to go back to that mile race, but um, hopefully Gay stamps him and says no, no, no. We'll be going to the Cox Plate. Mm. I think Zaki will beat him. I think Zaki will lead. There only be like six, seven or eight in it. It won't be a big field where he's, you know, going to draw a bad barrier or something like that. It'll be very similar to the mm. Caulfield stage. It's going to be a test, though, isn't it? I think mm. the Caulfield, go a lot quicker. Caulfield test was a barrier. Well, you know, what they go six links below or something. Yeah. So. I think so. alligator up its cracker, alligator pull out. It's exciting, but we're talking about the Caulfield Cup and Everest because it's more important. This week, top sport to win five on any group ones. Make sure you check them out. Make sure you support the local guys. Don't uh, get sucked into any foreign-owned bookies. Support topsport.com.au. Are there any news, news Corp-owned bookies? <laughs> yeah. No. I think no. Uh, a little shout-out Chris, Christmas Day for promo arbors yesterday, wasn't it? Mate, did, you see, did you know what position he was playing? So he's broken his foot last night. Yeah, Tristan's broken his foot. Oh, has he? As in goalkeeper. <laughs> he stepped on the pill, has he? Do, and he said he broke it. Like He doesn't even know how he broke <laughs> he it. And he stayed on the whole game because he's like, this is so embarrassing that I can't walk and I'm in goals and I can't tell anyone. Then woke up this morning, can't get out of bed. He's on the way to the doctor now. I didn't realise uh, he was that tough. I thought he'd, I well, thought he'd How do you do it? What Did he do it kicking a ball or just like falling over or something? I'm, Mate, I'm very upset. Playing, he's playing he's, that he's, uh, he's turning his that. bowling aspirations. That's what I'm worried about. He's too old for that. Yeah. Uh, Nico, I think it's a different scenario this uh, Saturday. We're starting in the, what, heavy eight range. And what's what's happened this morning? I, I've heard that they've already copped 10 mil overnight on the track. Is, what's going on? Right, it's been pouring with rain all night. It was sort of woke up this morning, there's water everywhere on the roads. The bloody Monash is nearly flooded. So, yeah, it's going to be, you know, if, if we had ratings that go above a heavy 10, I'd be surprised if it wasn't a heavy 12 or 13 if you just kept going up by the rating system that they use. So yeah, it's going to be super wet and, you know, come race nine, Caulfield Cup, like the track's going to be so worn out. Like they're going to have 
what, eight races before that, they've already had sort of Guinea's Day where it's been underwater and they'll come into the outside fence there. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting. I, I reckon it's going to be like the ball, like sort of day three, day two of the ball last year where it's just like absolutely plowed up and you got to just hope the horses, you got to find the horse that gets through it the best because it's not going to be the best ground because it's all going to be exposed where the best ground is. So, yeah. it's, it's going to be, be a tough test. Going. Yep. How does this happen whenever we've got a big deal stream? It's just cow well, paddock. Yeah. Hey? No. It's How good. does that happen? You just try to bury me all the time. As long as the out wide meetings don't get hammered, I'll be I'll be shattered. Last week didn't even have any out widers. Caulfield race numbers. three, oh Nico, God. in a word. Mr. Maestro, proven heavy tracker. Is it a moral? Uh no, I thought he was a bit bit a bit of a risk at a dollar sixty. I don't know what would beat him, but I just thought coming out of a real fast run race last start, um, he's gonna cop a bottomless heavy track and his his goal is the derby. He's drawn nine. He could get back here. I thought at a dollar sixty, I can't see him starting anywhere near that price. I think he starts closer to evens, to be honest. So, uh, yeah, I wouldn't be diving at that price if you're going to back him. DK, anything catch your eye in that market? Um, what else is in there, Nico? Distrustful award. Distrustful award. Massa. Uh, he had a barrier trial at. Um, uh, he had a barrier trial at Mildura. Um, I like the way he got through the line at Flemington though on that wet track late, um, but he's a bit green. Mira Massa. That's uh, Trent. What do you do there, Trent? And uh, anyway, but Mr. Maestro, I mean, I, you know, I don't know. I think he's, you know, I, I, it's short odds, but gee whiz, a few of them want to be against him the other day and he market the uh, smarts or the people who bet late, Jelko and whatnot, said, no, no, it's the one. And uh, well, he's a strong horse. Well, you're going to be a strong horse on Saturday. I see uh, just quickly the ethereal stakes over 2,000 metres, another Oaks lead up, Foxy Cleopatra. Moco, Pavrida, Renaissance Woman, anything catch your eye there? I thought Mo- Mo- Moco was a forgive last start. Yeah, Moco looks like she wants 2,000. The, the, the Sydney form looks okay. But you have problem, my problem with Moco, well, I mean, they're going to spread out on that track. Um, JK, whoever wrote it the other day, said uh, no good inside horses. And when it let go first up at Packenham and come around the outside of them. So then it was a drawn three there. That's my only thing that gets back inside them. But... Um, She's she's what's that? Is this this two thousand meters? Two thousand. She's been looking for the two thousand. That's the why it gets the tick off me. And Dee Thornton got off first up at fourteen hundred. She got rolled at the shorts to a dollar fifty or something. And he said she's raced. She raced like a two thousand meter horse. So she's um yeah she's she'd be an Oaks filly for sure. Foxy Cleopatra was good last start. That might be the only busting young winner I've ever backed in my life <laughs> at Mooney Valley. Luckily, it just absolutely brained her. But she's got a bit of a task from the draw. I thought there was a good roughie there. Maybe Walt might know more about this horse than me, or maybe not, given it hasn't really done heaps in its career. But O'Shea, Malum, goes forward, tough on speed horse. I thought Aunt Roberta will give you a massive sight at hundreds or eighties now. So uh, that'll be my Pops best way in the race. race. Like it's not, it's not, it's a good race to go look and wide. I, I, like I thought Renaissance Woman would be ten to one plus. It's like five dollars or something, mm-hmm. isn't it? And it's, like it, it looks, it's going all right, and but Jesus. There's a few Sydney horses I thought might sneak under the radar that, yeah, that are well and truly found during the day, not taking the risks they normally would. I love Nico. Just tipped 100 to 1 chance now. He's gone looking for 80 to 1 chances to, to back right it up. Race to do it. 2,000 fillies on a bog. Mm. It's going to get uh, wet and wild there. Let's have a look at uh, Nico's best bet, and it comes in race eight at uh, Caulfield. Market courtesy of Top Sport in the Tristark Stakes, and the favourite is Chain of Lightning, P. Moody, 550, Palisapan, is five fifty with Tim Clark on board. Waltzman, kiss Gate on, one. Ugh. Kiss on all four cheeks. Seven dollars. Flying mascot. Seven fifty. Prior to Jenny. Seven fifty. Argentia was really good last start. Ten dollars. Exalita. Fourteen. Barb Raider. Uh, Nineteen. Similar quote. Fortunate kiss. Twenty one. Tycho Nevi. Mirror Vision. 
$26 and better the rest. That's the horse that we're going to have a look at. Last start is uh, Mirror Vision. Jay Parr on board. Nico talks through this one in uh, Sydney. Yeah, I thought she ran solid here first up. Um, she's never really been a, a horse that's sort of hit her straps fresh. Um, she sort of gets better the deeper into the, the preparations. Um, I thought this was not a bad run. I think this is probably better form than a lot of the Melbourne Phillies. You know, Star Tontes and Espiona sort of in behind them, Jamea. Um, Palesa Pan's also in this race, and I thought she's just probably the one that's going to be best suited potentially in the wet track. Um, I think she'll improve a fair bit off this, going to get a, a run where she can get to wherever she wants to on the track from barrier number 12 with Josh Parr going aboard, Walterman. So, um, yeah, I just thought second up, you know, you go back through her four mass preparation, she did run second in the Coolmore to Lighthouse in the Group 1, so that was on a heavy track, and I think if she can replicate anywhere near that, she'll be... Um, She'll be running race for you at $26. And I thought the other horse in the race you could definitely have a look at is Papali um, out of the same race. The grey there that just kind of stuck on on speed. She finished third. Um, she's got a really good wet track record. She ran in the Epsom last start and ran last, had Cathy on there. So um, that's probably a forgive run. I thought at 60s you could probably have something on her given how good she is in the wet. And she is a grey DK. Uh, so auto, you'll be, auto, auto you'll be following go, in. Auto bet. I've got to have something on it. I Sixty thought, to one, grey in the wet. Yeah, I thought this is a race you could go. You could go uh, looking for something a bit rough. Yeah, he's got his tail up. So he's got confidence. He's just best betting twenty five to one chances now. <laughs> after the, yeah, it's, it's that kind of day. Like I couldn't yeah, really label no, anything on. in the market. Spot like you got to just be. If you're finding one of these on the day, you're going to be winning. Yeah, like, and you can th and throw ten darts. As you said, Walter, that's the day to find them. You know, Paul's regret I thought was good last week on the backup. The Womble trainer seemed to be hitting a bit of form. Um, yeah, I couldn't really find anything in the market due to their limited wet track form. Not many of them are exposed to the wet. So I went looking for the wet trackers, even mares race, horses that could find the best ground. So Papali, Paul's Regret, and Mirror Vision, I think I want on side in that race. Mm. Pelissapan with Tim Clark on will handle the wet one. Just it? one. One gate. It's just brutal. If it didn't draw one, you just about declare it. But it's hard. What will Timmy do on that one? Like very hard to pick it up from one and put it into gate twelve, um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Far out. Well, by then too, Jesus, the track could be could be terrible. Well, I think ever, you just have to. That, the track is going to be terrible, so that's what we're going to have to prepare for. Yeah, it's, but it's, it's going to be terrible. Caulfield normally means like running line swoop, doesn't it? It's not normally cut up the inside, and unless you're on, um, you know, a, a horse like uh, what was that camel yesterday that Madam Pomery that's. Got the flippers on. <laughs> hard, isn't it? It's just hard to commit to those. Right? I think Nico's doing the right thing, looking for the wide ones. $26 there, Top Sport Mirror Vision, so make sure you, uh, you snap that up. Caulfield Cup, let's get uh, straight into the big one, and uh, we might go through a couple of the key lead-ups, and then we might just zip down, and uh, if anyone can make a case of a, a yes to back it, um, we'll let we'll open up the floor for uh, someone to, to say why they like it. But... Uh, Let's have a look at uh, the market first, courtesy of Top Sport. And Smoke and Roman's Turbo winner is a favourite here. Luxury weight, 51.5 kilos compared to some, but I guess it sort of makes some sense uh, if you look at the top weight uh, gold trip and how they sort of lined up a couple of starts ago. So four sixty for it, Benno $9. Interesting that it's got 53 kilos. Uh, Allegron, $11. Nonconformist, 11. Gold trip, 12. Uh, 12 Numeran, uh Duas or Duas, $13, was installed as the uh, the favourite for a very long time. Inspirational Girl, 15, Knight's Order, been back in the $15. Montefilia, 20, Durst and 21, Great House, 21, Maximal, 21. Still think this horse is going to come out. It's just not going to be suited on a heavy track. 
no compromise 21, Vow and Declare, similar quote. And then you got Macram, Shapada, uh, Crystal Pegasus, Charlie Rose might also come out. And then you got Sound at 101. So a bit of a tail here, but uh, I tell you what, it looks completely wide open, uh, this affair. Let's have a look at the Turnbull uh, last start. Uh, Nico, who's the uh, who's the best runs here, you think? It was pretty slow tempo. Mm. Yeah, the, I think the horses that were, I think the horses least suited in the race was probably Jouet and Knight's Order. Knight's Order would be a lot better rolling along at a fast tempo. Jouet is probably better in a faster run race. Gold Trip kind of, he was in the cheap seats out wide, but he had his chance. The big thing with the Turnbull is Smoke and Romans drops in the weight off this. Like, he beat them all. I know he had a very good run in transit, but now he drops to 51.5 kilos and probably gets the run of a race again. So, uh, I could see a lot of people looking to um, really find him. I think he starts a clear favourite on the day. I can see the syndicates and a, a few of the historian profiles and those kind of things. He ticks a lot of boxes, this horse Smoke and Romans. So, uh, I, I was kind of thinking it's a race I don't want to get super involved with, and if I'm backing him, I probably have to get pretty involved in the race. So um, okay, he's, he's probably like top pick kind of thing, but I think there's a, a few horses around the edges that could sort of run big races and could get the conditions to suit. A mm, couple of uh, okay closes there, I thought, with Dewey, Inspirational Girl. And uh, let's have a look at the Might and Power. A bit of a barrier trial here for Benno and Nonconformist. Mm, I th so the, the the key with this race, I'm not sure that they. I think the best thing about this is they're all backing up a week later. It just seems like the perfect setup, perfect platform. Now it's going to be real testing, real slog of a 2400 meter. But I didn't really learn much about either of these horses. Did you, Walt? Just just see what if you can see close up when the dummy gets spat out of Benno. You know, normally at about the 50 to the 100 when he spits it. Um, I think on Saturday it'll be about the 300. I don't think he'll, I think he'll spit it early on Saturday. But do you think he did um, miss, potentially miss the race? Right, it's won a Nowra maiden. That's it. It's never won another race, ever. What to, what to do? It's only start over 2,400, Walt. What the to do that day? Whacked down the outside and got beat it by Whack. a horse that was second up and had no entitled luck. Like if it was well set up, I would have put 10 on it by Tochi or whatever his name was. So couldn't get past a horse that was second up five weeks between runs or something. Could have been a bit of freak. Uh, the other Could day I ran up still. to him and went, oh, hang on, I'm Benno, had a heart attack. Uh, if it wins the Caulfield Cup, I'm going to start lawn bowls. I'm going to start, I'm going to I'm going to subscribe to Brad Davo's tips and I'm just going to put them on on a Saturday and not even watch the race <laughs> ever again. You can buy him now. He, you can buy him, Davo. He's, he's, he's twenty four ninety five a month for mentoring for Davo. I suggest everyone in the world <laughs> signs up and sends him as many questions daily as possible. You know what? If Benno wins, I'll buy you a um, couple of years' supply of Grippo. That's that's the What's that? that's the cream that they rub on the bol the lawn bowls, so yeah. it grips in your hand. So I'll, I'll get you a yeah. two years' supply I, I of jism. Grippo. I use jism. Hey, I use jism. <laughs> it's free. Balls of steel, but potting a grain the wet, like yeah. balls of steel. Balls of steel. Great. I actually, the horse I was, wanted to you? pot was smoking Romans because I'm like, this camel has had the softest runs in history. This prep, and then I went back and looked at last prep where it's gone seventeen above and sat outside leader and won, and like holy shit, it's hard to find a hole in this thing. But I can't. It's tough. I, yeah, it's I, tough. I couldn't back it at four sixty. But uh, let's yeah. have a quick look at the Metro. Uh, we, we were lucky enough to find the winner, and it was a weaving sort of. It would have been a tragedy if it had got beat. It's no compromise. It was sort of ducking and diving. And the only reason I really play this replay is for two things. I had to have a look again this morning to see if no compromise was, you know, who was the unlucky run or uh, whether Durston 
Right. Just was out there to have a look. You know, I, I wouldn't put it past Chris Waller, you know. Like, well, all of a sudden you see. the wedding, so it should be suited by the wet on well, Saturday. Well, who knows? Was he just, you know, was it a matter of pomery run this time and what will was, it turn the tables on no compromise? But it, 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 it sort of half missed the ball. Tommy was sort of half asleep, checkered run, and it was entitled to win. I thought no compromise, but. Mm-hmm. When we're talking Metrop, like the only way that these horses can win is if it's bottomless and it's a rung below, surely, isn't it? Oh, it's, that's what you say. The conditions are what makes it a nightmare. But I think, yeah, like all the Dewey, Knight's Order, even Montefilia, having to tackle that race the other day, second up, the way sort of explains. You can forgive her is what I'm saying. Numerian, same race, went like a rocket. All that form should be stronger than the Metrop form for mine. Um yeah, be interesting. And I, yeah, I think Knight's Order is going to run an enormous race. I think the conditions are far better suited for it and the draw for Timmy. Oh, poor old Smoker. Like, Smoker's drawn the gate to get the nice run, isn't it? It's, it's hard. To, I'm not going to knock it, but, but I'm going to knock its price. Mm. But uh, I, I do think that all that, Knight's Order, Dewey, Montefilia, Numerian, they're good horses. All right. So, any, anyone make a real good case for Gold Trip? To do what? Place I, chance. I think it needs 3,200. Set, set, to set, set to peak. Set to peak. Just got that big way. Six kilos difference between him mm. and Smoke and Roman. If it wins, I'll go straight under the desk, DK, give you a polish and a reach around and whatever you want. <laughs> it, it couldn't win. <laughs> What's that race that, that Sportsbet put on for the ones that never win? The Hotham. The Hotham. Yeah, it couldn't win that. <laughs> oh, I think we all agree. Joey is a uh, is a strong chance if nah, the horses. Nah, she's just not a wet tracker. Like she's got no form on wet tracks. That's the problem with her. Like, she's a really good soft to dry tracker. Yeah. The bottomless heavy 10 is going to be an she's ass for her. And she's, another clean up for the And she's been set for the Melbourne Cup. Yeah. So, the cream rises. Mm. She oh. is the best. I think she's the best horse in the race, but just whether the conditions on Saturday are to suit doesn't seem like they are. Nico, if you kick up for Animo being a run behind all prep, this horse has had a setback. I, I'm willing to forgive with the run behind all prep sort of theory, but I agree I'd probably rather the. The not completely bottomless. What, which what, I think how wet was it the day it was uh, against uh, Very Elegant? <clears throat> wasn't that wet, was it? The day it should have won and it flashed. Mm, might have been soft. Only soft, okay. Mm. No, I, at the pro- yeah, I couldn't rule it out. I'd, uh, I think it's a chance. I think Tim, Timmy just, I know Timmy said to me, he goes, mate, this track yesterday, he goes, they put up every nine, it would have been a six in Sydney, a five or a six. But obviously whatever we've copped since is a bit of a nightmare, but it should dry out a bit, hopefully. No, not really. But he's like the base of that track is just not, like Sydney is slush. That actually has a base to it, that track yesterday. So I'm I'm just hoping it's not as crazy as it. But 40 mil and then five mil Friday. Like well, it's if, if they be, get it. It's if they get it, all, yeah. It 10 like mil today is whatever, it's, it's a lot different. They're getting it, aren't they? You guys are getting it. We're in the storm at the moment. They're in it. He's not in it. He's in goddamn. He's not in Caulfield. You're talking about Knight's order looks really well suited here. Mm. Uh, I think it's been twenty into fourteen, and I can see this thing giving a massive yelp. It's going to race like a twenty-eight hundred meter race, isn't it? It's going to be very testing. Mm. I heard Nico kick up for it on the racing show. Uh, I think no need to sort of cover that. I think it's right in the race. Montefilia. It's an interesting one. They went super quick in the Hill Stakes last time. So maybe a touch of a forgive second up, that sort of run, or just doesn't want bottomless or a bit of both. Well, it didn't. It's one on bottomless, isn't it? Mm. What do you one think? One second up on bottomless last time. Mm. Mm. Yeah, she's got okay sort of wet form. I think she's a worry at the end of a real strong 2,400. I think it's more like a 26 or 2,800 meter race, and that would be my way with her. She's got enough class, and I think the hill stakes will 
sort of be an okay lead up given they went quick and they're going to have a good base out of that. But um, yeah, I'd, I'd be wiring her at a real, real strong 2400, which I think it will be. Numerian's uh, from the same race. It's, it's It doesn't have the distance form, does it? It's got like 2200 max form. Mm. Mm. He's in the, he'll be in the right spot. He'll be in the game. Just don't know if he's strong enough at the end of 2400 as well. Mm. Non-conformist, I thought it's a big query. And even Beggy said on the radio today, I think uh doesn't want a, a heavy heavy 10, so I'd nearly rule him out. No one kicking up for him. Found he's good enough. Definitely good enough. Definitely good enough. He's got the backup. He's backing up onto the head. You know, he's got the backup out of the Caulfield Stakes onto a wet track. So if, if, they, if you're going to roll with the dice on one, it's on the backup. And the syndicates have showed in the past countless times they love things on the backup onto wet decks. Hmm. Um, and Beg said he's going better than he was last year, but yeah, but still concerned he'd rather it's no worse than a six or a seven, so ideally. Got a good foundation vow and declare, but uh, too much of a task for me. I couldn't find him at 21. Find that horse. Going good, though. Another one going good? Yeah, wet track, question mark. No compromise. Uh, I'd make him a winner, uh, just given it's going to be absolute bottomless. And I guess if you make a case for Knight's Order, you probably have to make a case for no compromise off the Metrop. Times and much. He's the horse you can tie in all the form with. Like, he's got the form around Knight's Order, Numeraean. Um, which he can tie in. He's got the form around Benno and Allegron over 2,000, and he won the Metrop last up. I think this could be one of the stronger horses at the end of a brutal run, 2,400. He's got the right draw. He's got the right rider for a race like this, real sort of hungry jockey. Um, he loves wet tracks. I think he'll probably be my best result in the race. I'm not getting too involved in the race, to be honest, but I think uh, I think he's got – I can't see him running poorly in this. I think he just has to be in the finish. No matter what, like the conditions and all those kind of things, he just looks the best suited. Allegron, Walt, did it have any uh, setback, or were they just like to keep him on the fresh side? Yeah, they probably want to, and and getting into this sort of testing race. I don't know. I don't know. I think it's it's how can you back it to beat horses with better setups? So I wouldn't surprise me, but you've got to sort of try and poke holes in. You've got to be demanding, having especially fitness. I think in this race, mm. tough setup. Looks like uh, a few of us think Benno can win and uh, Walt's obviously uh, <clears throat> going to do all sorts of things if uh, it wins. Great House was a, a no for me. Anything for you, Nico? Yeah, probably not for Great House. Um, he's, he's good at 2,400 and he doesn't mind sort of wet tracks, but um, I think he's got a bit to find off the Turnbull run. Inspirational Girl was a bit of a query runner for me. I really like the, uh, her run in the Doncaster. Um, Walt's pretty critical of William Pike. And if you do watch the replay of Only his writing, not as him as a person. Well, exactly. That's He's what a good we're man. That's what we're talking. We're talking about the actual oh, contest. Yeah. If you go and watch uh, the replay of his ride on this uh, this mare in the Doncaster last year, you'll be very, very forgiving. And it was he, he rode it like a you know like a go kart. It. I think this is a queer runner and definitely a knockout chance, especially at fifteen dollars. Can't go in the wet. <laughs> How do you know? Willie Pike or the that's, horse? That's her absolute – been her nemesis so far, so I'd be I'd be against her on Saturday. If it was a good track, she'd be probably near top pick, but on a heavy 10, she just could have none. Mm, I'm happy to have a side bet if you want to. We'll take that one offline. Then, Nico, I think it's going to run a big race. Anyway, Maximal, I think uh, scratching perhaps, uh, sound, any uh, any push from down south, 10-year-old entire? No, nah, the the sort of next few, you know, forces like 14, 15, Chapata, 16, Crystal Pegasus, they looked to have none. 18, Charlie Rose couldn't really come into it. It's just Smoke and Romans really left in the field that's – Probably the live chance of those horses down the bottom. And yeah, I think, like Walt said, he's just a tough horse. You know, he's got to, he's probably his best runs 
in his career before this preparation were at sort of 24 and 2,500 metres and this is the first time he's going to get there. Yes, he has to take on the elite level at it, but he's got the perfect setup to do it and uh, apparently put in one of his uh, best gulps ever. Really? Leading into this. So he might have improved again. I think Durston, we could all get wallowed easily by a horse like Durston. It wouldn't uh, surprise me, but I can't back Smoking Romans at 460. Can win without me. I'd probably want to take somewhere in the sort of seven or eight dollars. I, I agree with a lot of your points. Though, I'd just take seems- all the money you're going to put on at seven and eight dollars and just put it on Knight's order and actually collect <laughs> tops and margins. I think Knight's that's a order. Go. Yeah, yeah. The way I'm probably going to play the race is, uh, I think Knight's order will be a winner and no compromise. And then whether I sort of chop on um, Smoke and Romans, but yeah, Knight's order, no compromise. And I've, I've had an early bet on Gold Trip, but I think the track might sort of not be in his favour. DK, these are your favourite races. Oh yeah, <laughs> love them. Come on, love them. Give already us, got a Voker off. Already got a Voker off, and Bendigo's. Well, they're going to be means. Bendigo with all this rain on Saturday, mm. Caulfield Cup day, and then the other ones were Donga. It'll be means as well. What about Maui? You love Maui. That track, at least that track's a sand. But you know, I hate Maui. It's the only one's going to go ahead though. That sand base tip of a joint. Um, Packetum, you got Packetum Friday night. Yeah, that's all right. That's something. That's. I'm waiting for those markets to go up there. There's some nice races there because those night meetings are worth 40000 Um, Oh, look, mate, look, no, Richie, but Richie, you're on, only because it's a grey. <laughs> and, it's, and it gave, I remember it giving we, Animo Windburn first up, so um, after the line. So um, that's still in the back of my mind. I think uh, Night's Order will be the horse to run down. I think Inspirational Girl is a big chance of uh, knocking that off and, um, yeah, if Regan can... Do something on Benno. Uh, that might be uh, another one to look out for. So that uh, that's my selection. So it's uh, definitely a wide open betting race, and there's no real reason to sort of dive in. I'd, I'd probably expect Knight's order to keep shortening. Just looking at uh, the trends of the markets and uh, how the conditions are going to be uh, continue on for the next sort of 24, 48 hours. So morals usually do short. Sorry, morals usually do shorten. <laughs> Puntingform.com.au, if you want to see um, some of those the strong benchmarks and figures that horses run, we spoke about it with uh, Smoke and Romans there. It's uh, put on uh, fast run races and just kept punching through the line on a couple of them. That's uh, that sort of insight you can find with uh, puntingform.com.au's database. And Sugar Shane Baker will even give you a, a private tutorial if you ask nicely. So Nico loves it. I love it. Is there any chance if you're subscribed to Davo's mentoring system oh, and you God. sign up to punting form, could you get a three-way hookup and get a double mentoring session? Oh, talking about make a uh, rod for your own back, I, I was very surprised that part of Davo's package was mentoring. <laughs> Sorry, did you just talk about Davo's package? <laughs> well, I, you know. I, I did see Libby ask, is he going to be doing OnlyFans I, as well? I haven't had my uh, my wedding yet, nor proposed, but I, you know, he's probably the man I'd ask. You know, if I was going to put on a wedding and put on a bit of a show, I'd probably ask Davo to do for some MC tips. It or no, just it. you know how to how to sort it out and organise it. Do you know how I proposed to Beck? She's on the phone. <laughs> I got Harvey's like one or something. Got him a shirt. Said, "Will you marry my old man?" Tied the <laughs> ring around his neck. Handballed it to her and left the room. <laughs> that went oh, down a tree. Dear. So, still don't know who she was on the phone to. In in your cartoon undies. Yeah, pretty much. All right, well, let's have a look at uh, Randwick. I'm not sure where John McLeod is, but I want to get him online and get him lurking in the background just to uh, put start start sledging you. Soon. Probably Walt- watching Walt Disney movies, trying to find a one liner. Let's uh, let's start previewing some of this uh, this glorious uh, Sydney car. This is the real oh, important God. race. The the slot this is race. all you, Nico. This the is Everest. all you. 
You're the Sydney oh, man. Well. This is we're going to put you through the torture. Oh. Similar to uh, the Caulfield Cup. Well, um, I spent five hours on. I got up to race six yesterday and just wanted to neck myself. So yeah. Anyway, let's go. Let's have a look at the sh- the uh, the market for <laughs> first for the uh, the Everest. And favourite here at topsport.com.au is Nature Strip, $2.30. Lost and Running, $6. Eduardo, 9 Jackano, 10 11 Mask Crusader, Private Eye, 13 Marzu, 15 Giga Kick, 21 Ingratiating, 34 Overpass, 41 Shades of Rose, $41. How are these horses missing a zero? 61 Joyful Fortune. Um, Nico might find that. 81 model. And uh, Kevin Tari, Forbidden Love, Apache Chase in the Congo. With the emergencies, they just all agree on that's the lot that you get to play with. I don't know. I think are they the top four Raiders out of the? Yeah, I think they're the the top rated out of the Sydney Stakes, aren't they? I think so. Yeah, right. Mm. You think Special K was pretty stiff not to be straight in? It's an amazing time, twenty twenty two, and uh, it certainly hasn't attracted the think, international interest well, that was once once forecasted for this great. Ingratiating uh, still got its balls. I think that's probably why it's in just having a shot at the title. Let's have a look at uh, the shorts replay. We've got uh, Nature Strip winning here. We're sort of all kicking up for Eduardo, so a bit of egg on our face. But uh, John McLeod's lurking in the background, so a quick hello to him. But uh, he just really beasted him this day, didn't he, uh, Well, Best I've ever seen in parade. I'm not the the, the big parade man. Um, maybe I once was when I get to go and see him live, but this horse just stood out and... Uh, you know, off a shorter break from Ascot, it was probably a time to take him on. But when you saw him wandering around, you knew you were in a bit of trouble. And it was it was weird from Eduardo. Like they they come out sort of publicly and said they backed off him a bit after the first up run, which was strange. So okay, maybe he can improve. But he did beast them, and uh, yeah, it's just it's still a bit chinky. Like um, he's probably the only one who's not chinky. But uh, the form without of uh, lost and running and everything next race and an inch between. Mm, Ten the of them and, let's and, roll the let's anal hole coming down the outside late is uh is uh is a bit scary, is this it? Yeah, so this is Marzu, you got lost and running oh, so and you've got Mars Crusader race, starting to dart back uh along the fence. Yeah, so like, they got to the right <laughs> part of the track, obviously. They all had every possible chance. It's just um scary. And then this race is not the not the, the hole flying home. This is brutality. So What's this that horse at the back? That horse out the back. Brutality. Oh, look at this. Yeah. So what does that say about this race? That's what scares me. Um, it's, it's in the Sydney Stakes. I think it's 30 to 1, DK. It's in front. It, gets in, it rounds them up 100 metres after the post. And the only thing I can come to out of all of it is if, it's, if it does miraculously dry out and DK rolls his chopper up and down the straight a few times, Private Eye is going to kind of be a race. very different form line to the rest of these horses and, and could be the... Could be the one. Jackano, Golden Rose. We saw that champion come down and win the Guineas, Golden Mile, and here's Jackano uh, giving them all windburn winding up. In the uh, the green there, he's got the little star on his head, the ruby. I would say he's a better horse than yes, 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 I would imagine. Um, but he's got an accelerator, hasn't he? I think he's a stronger horse than yes, yes, yes. Mm. So he's, got, he's, a, he's a dead set wild card. Yeah, you think he has some, the X factor in the race. If there's a, a horse that's going to rise and be our next best, you know, sprinter, it's the, the mantle's there for the taking with Nature Strip and Eduardo sort of getting old. The three-year-old coming into the race gets down with 53 kilos. The query with him is he hasn't seen a lot of wet tracks in his life and you'd think, you know, a horse with a big turn of foot like him, sometimes they can struggle in those kind of conditions, but um, you kind of can't take anything away from him. Uh, I thought it was pretty simple this year, the Everest, Nature Strip, I think will be 
probably your winner. Um, I reckon you could mark him shorter than two thirty for sure. I think you could probably get him closer to a dollar seventy if you really wanted Could, to. Couldn't have drawn a better gate. I laugh that. Don't you but, just laugh? Hang on, oh, hang on. Let's just let's draw. just watch. Let's let's just watch terrible a private draw. eye. Nico's jumped the gun. He just can't wait to just dive on the terrible. Well, this is Nico, this is the only fifties to two's on. This is this is the only danger, isn't it? Nature strips out in front. And what this race is the charger is home. The gill guy. What race is this? This is the this is your crowning. Oh, moment. this is the race where you wouldn't let me take eight fifty, seven fifty, six. Yeah, that's right, where you're holding me at pace. You would have been out on your ass because you would have had five oh, by twenty thousand on surefire. You've got to wait for everybody to mate, I was throwing off, please. Please. <laughs> give him a salute, Jay Parr. Yeah, well you would have sixty and a half there, but that obviously got dry track and and, um, you know, I'm not a big ratings man, but apparently he ran a huge number there that's um, well and truly good enough to stack he up in a race in the like best this. last start rating on the punning form data of wow. any of the horses. There so. you go. So same, same across the board. And, yeah, it's just he's, he's one on heavy track, so he's not going to be legless on it. But um, I think the firmer the better for him. And I, I, I know there's a few horses in here that probably want it firmer, but I think he's the one that's the strongest. And if they do carve themselves up a few bit, because there are a few jockeys in here who can get trigger fingers itchy, a mighty private eye. Good with, sense of timing. With B. Havdala. <laughs> yeah, well, it's unstuffable. Sure. Like, it's not. <laughs> like it is, because the horse is just going to be midfield at best. And, oh, man, as long as he does. Oh, he Stradbroke. He did it in the Stradbroke, didn't he? Is it a place moral? 350? Yep. You okay, Walt? <laughs> yeah. I'd rather unload on it at. 12, 13 bucks, because if it goes as good as I think it will, it'll win. And if it doesn't, it might not run a place. That's my worry. I think, go whatever it is, people that get better than $13. But, um, yeah, I just couldn't back anything else. I, I can't back Nature Strip, and I can't, I can't back anything else because there's not much between them. There's, so it's the only one from left field that's flying and good trainer. Wish Josh was on it, but other than that. What a great race. And John McLeod's no doubt had a look at it. It's a Bigger than the Melbourne Cup, this one. Johnny McLeod, welcome to the show. Yes, mate. I just had to unmute you. <laughs> We're all here, ready to go tomorrow, so be good. If, uh, if you had a look at uh, the Everest, does anything catch your eye? You want to give anything away? I'm going to look at that on the way down on the plane tomorrow, tomorrow but I, I like that three-year-old. I, 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 you know, I think he's a really nice horse, that thing um, – that Dicko was just saying coming down the outside there. Did you say Dicko? <laughs> Dicko. 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 Oh, Dicko. that's it. I'm not. I'm, 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 just called him Dicko. Dicko. Oh, Dicko. my God. <laughs> yeah, so is it a – Dicko, is it a lightly framed sort of horse? Have you seen it? Yeah, he is actually. Um, he's he's sort of never really grown into being muscled up or anything like that. He's a pretty lean sort of athletic type, so um, maybe we'll get through it. Did you shave your beard, Dicko? <laughs> Just screw it out. I, I screw it out the other way. <laughs> oh, Mate, how come you're only going to look at it on the way down? Uh, Peter Volandis came out and said it's the most talked about this race has ever been in the history of racing. So I don't understand why you're just getting a first look tomorrow. You know, obviously it's a it's the hottest race in history. I think all these races that are over two million dollars should be just carved up and brought back into into line. It's an absolute. Like, the bodgy, the, what's the other race called? The Sydney Stakes, which is the one for the backups in case something. It's worth $2 million. Yeah, It's just uh, it's, <laughs> the oh, reserves race. <laughs> well, I, know, um, I know Des Forster's horse. She got a slot. They Not a slot. They offered her a slot and she said no. Um, so, uh, you know, I, I just think it's a lot easier race than other ones that it thinks she's going to go to that one. But I, I, I just I think it's just a joke how they've, they're, 
they're up they're thinking of upping the ante to it or you know to that race or something i think so oh, I, I saw someone asking for an 18 horse field next year was that you and <laughs> i just want, i just want more handicaps they couldn't get 12 no, how are they going to get 18 i want handicap jesus i couldn't agree more scoop couldn't agree more Wait a minute, all, all our all our great races seem to be handicapped, so I just don't understand why you wouldn't have more handicap. There's not even a handicap in the spring for the sprinters. There's not one, like at group one level. They're all wait for age races. I think the – I reckon with the Everest, this, I've kind of thought about this a little bit. I reckon they should bring it back because they're obviously struggling to fill all 12 slots with live chances. They should bring it back and have like a Cox Plate model where they, they just take the best of the best and there's only eight of them. And then you can have like your Sydney Stakes as your – your other race, it brings in a lot of, you know, that bring in a lot of turnover, the other race, because it have so many angles as well. But I reckon if it, if, if, if it is for the best of the best, it's clearly got our best sprinters at the moment, but there's a lot of dead wood in the race. Bring it back to, you know, eight or nine slots and you get the actual best of the best then. It'd be one. Maybe just nature one. strip stakes. <laughs> just give we'll, we'll, have a, we'll have a batch race, nature strip v private eye. That's all, all we <laughs> Oh, need. that'd be all right. I'd be out there in the morning with, with the bell training private eye to jump and lead and then. Give it up to Nature Strip and then let him eyeball him. And you, you see Biscuit Part Two. <clears throat> okay, so Nature Strip's are the, the hardest to beat in the Everest, and then uh, Jack and, and Private Eye look to be uh, the X factors. Let's have a look at uh, the Ank Stakes uh, race number ten at, uh, at Randwick. Here, I'm, I'm I'm busy looking over at Adelaide, the last in Adelaide, to see mm-hmm. Port Louis. Port, Port Louis running around in the last Adelaide. Is that the Bears horse? Uh, horse the is infamous. This? Is it the one that ran second the other day? Not sure. Not sure. Ank Stakes. Polly Gray's a favourite here, 370. Mm. This is the other model that uh, couldn't uh, couldn't get a, a run. Cap de Joie, or Joie might come out. Is he, yeah, is he going to yeah, get running Melbourne? Think, I think it might come out. Fine point seven dollars Grace and Harmony, $9. Honey Creeper, $10. Hope in Your Heart, $10. Uh, Meg, 18 Ida, 19 More Profits, at $20. And uh, better the rest. Uh, Honey Creeper is the uh, the replay you're going to have a look at here, Walt. It's, there was so, two good runs in this race. Was it straight down the outside? Was it? And, uh, yeah. Uh, it was a bit of a funky race anyway, but the inside definitely no good. This horse uh, runs well. You know, Freshy smile, I think, it's go. Handles the wet. Don't think it's absolutely ideal, but just trying to find a bit of value in this race now that the sort of barriers have been swapped around and the ones that looked suited last week are uh, not quite as much. Um in uh, what, what's the what's the like Polygray looked uh, set up perfectly last start, and now um, yeah, it's just first up. It's just it's just not an easy task high in the weights first up for a horse like Polygray. I think it's sort of found its mark a little bit. I'm trying to find the horse that's a little bit more on the up, um, which to me is Honey Creeper. Very scared of that Capchua, but I don't think it goes around. Wonderful Riri's a horse I absolutely wanted to find wherever it went next up, but it's it, it got the car park 14, 15 draw on the redraw here. So, where's it been racing? Has it been racing down there lately? Has it? Riri's had like I think it's gone to Joe Pride. I don't know if he's how long he's had it, but he's had it this prep and it's been dead stiff like four times, been given horrible rides, and just looks like it needs an assertive ride and it'll just about win wherever it goes. But they keep trying to ride it cute. Well, he's a horse that over races. That's that up here. He used to over race, so they had to ride it a little bit quieter and hit the line. He's a bit of a chunk of a horse. Um, maybe a wet track might be a little bit of a worry, but he was a big chunk. He's got a really good turn of foot that horse. So maybe you know, just just on back on the wet, you know, just might be a bit. Um, you know, those sort of horses, as Nico was saying, turn of foot horses don't um, 
don't really uh, shine on that uh, on wet tracks. How wet does it, do you think it's actually going to be? Set? That's actually interesting. Now, like they keep upgrading it. It's up to an eight. Yeah, it's weird because all of a sudden, it looked like there's no rain. Now there's four to eight mil on Friday just to oh, give everyone that. the Jimmy Bricks. Oh, I just saw Where's like one to five from? nothing-ish, yeah. Mm. I just thought if they got none, it's been a bit windy too. You never know. Like it might actually be playable. It's Today looks like a good drying day. Like it doesn't look like there's anything on the radar up there at the moment. So if they can sort of dodge it today, get the drying conditions, maybe they cop a little bit tomorrow, um, you'd think it, it's probably in the soft range, wouldn't you? you? Yeah, like if it gets to a yeah seven or something, that'd be awesome. Mm. At least it'd be playable. We can just pray. Pray to Peter. Get the chopper out there. DK's chopper up up the straight, just dry the absolute bejesus out of the truck. six. Oh, private eye. <laughs> Oh, uh, if you want more of Johnny's stuff, uh, racingwatch.com.au is where you can find it. Matt Chilate was his, uh, one of his bets yesterday. Oh, thanks. Thanks, mate. That's so nice of you. <laughs> can we watch the replay of that? No. Holy crap, you and McLeod are just here trying to G me up. This is a joke. Yeah, just put, you put, put tell, oh, Can you watch the replay? Look up, it's his melon. You're talking about Matt Chilate. Oh, my God. So make sure you check out Racing Watch to find more of John's action and watch him sweat this week in the grand final with uh, Johnny McLeod. He's a bit toey already. Edgy. On edge. I just want to put it out there too. I don't offer mentoring because uh, <laughs> have a look at me. Johnny, apart from uh, guys like Tommy Henjack and the boys in MacBet, do you offer mentoring as part of your MacBet service or do you just tell people what to back and then you can just go off and help themselves to it? Oh, I think early in the piece they all, um, you know, they come over because they want some help. But it's just like what I was saying in that piece with you is that, you know, I had to do the same thing. You you jump on the back of someone's tail and you and you just learn so much from them sort of thing. You know, but I, I don't hold back and what I – people that join in with MacBet, I don't try to hide what I do or whatever. I try to help them as much as possible. You know, they might stay around for a year, they might stay around for 20 years, but, um, you know, I can't be holding back anything that I know just because they're going to be betting with us. So, um, you know, I, I think everyone's got to do it no matter who you are. And you think you're all right, you know, just just find someone. You know, I wish I could find find someone I could jump on the back of someone now, you know, and learn something. And I'm sure I would learn plenty. Over um, 24.95. 24.95. <laughs> <laughs> I tell I, you what. Does it surprise you that my mentor wears his hat in the shower and the rest of them are all dead? Does that surprise <laughs> you? <laughs> I tell you what, we might have to uh, update the competition rules. What are we going to do? Speaking of jumping on someone's coattails. Are you guys going to bet blind in the grand yeah, final? Lock them so in. Five minutes out, five you declare. Five out and you can't see. Well, you just lock them in through you see. on Messenger or something. And, and then you can't see. Yeah, that's cool. Are you guys both happy with that? So there's no piggybacking? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm sweet with that. I think that's a good idea because, you know, it could be, as a, you know, it could be after race one, we all, uh, whoever's in front, we all jump on the <laughs> just, just, just hanging the whole time. So, all right. Well, so it's going to be blind betting all day. So you can't see what the other person. I just on. had my ribs put back in too, so I don't need anyone on be back at the moment either. Or so, <laughs> I think it's going to be really interesting because you know the what I experienced last week or a couple of weeks ago. Like I didn't know what was going on really, and but being back in the room with you guys and everything, it's going to be. Well, there's going to be a bit of digging going on, that's for sure. <laughs> I think, yeah, there's, are you a bit worried about that in all seriousness, Johnny? Like usually you're on course, you can see him in the yard or that's, you know, what you've changed and as part of your new method. Are you worried that all of a sudden we take that away from you and then you're in the hot seat of the stream room? Uh, no doubt because I went back to the races because I had to find just that extra little bit and, um, you know, it's definitely helped. But, 
in saying that, it's helped because of you know what the horses look like so they can improve or if they're not going to improve next time. So that side of things, you know, I've got, you know, by not being there one day is not going to really hurt me too much. So um, if I hadn't, if, if I didn't, if you sort of said to me, don't go to the races for a month and throw me in the room, I'd be in trouble. You know, I'd be in trouble. So are we going to, can you just guarantee me that Tommy Henjack's going to find you a few six to four chances that get beat eight again? Or, um, or, you, or, or, is, or is he being rostered off this Saturday on purpose? <laughs> no, he's all right. He's, he's, uh, he, he found one of the last at um, Ipswich yesterday. At oh, 10, what, what was that about? I watched his trials and you know what I did on because I'm the weakest dog that ever lived. I'm like, well, why isn't this thing even money? And I backed it for a place like the biggest cat of all time and I was there watching it with my missus screaming at the 600 like this thing's going to win by five. It, um, it, it was a big price. Well, I can't believe the trainer got on the radio and said we're going to lead on this. Oh, and, wow. And I, and I, we all sort of said you're cracking jokes. Yeah. And we knew that Brody Lloyd. You know he's too good a jo- you know jockey to even think about doing that, um, and he wouldn't have the speed to do it in the first place. So, um, it, but it was good in that you knew there was a heap of speed on. I was a little bit concerned in the yard because he was just walking around a little bit dopey. But as soon as he, as soon as Lloyd got on the Lloyd, Brody Lloyd got on him, he was a different horse and he looked magnificent. You notice the totes? Someone liked it. So that's Ipswich Race 9 ready for anything. If you want to go back and have a look at that one, that's what the guys were talking about. But we're going to actually preview one at Eagle Farm, and it is race number nine at Eagle Farm. And the market, courtesy of Top Sporters, Mass Destruction, $2.45. Uh, Axe is $2.90 from the Jack Bruce Yard. We've got F Troop at $8.50. Last chance at uh, $10. Burning Crown at $13. And then uh, horses like Emerald Kingdom, who uh, miss a start horribly, the Wheatwood at $17. And uh, that's about uh, the race. We're going to have a look at the replay of the Wheatwood. Johnny, uh, Mass Destruction. Uh, let's, uh, he, he jumped really good, this horse, which was unbelievable. I, I thought he'd be back in the field and coming wide. And we had a really good bet on this thing. And he got he got stuck up on the inside of horses where it was, no, it was a no-go zone in there. And they they did sprint home. They walked. They sort of half walked in front, and then they made it a real sprint. Now, the sectionals, the the punning form sectionals, are saying that they went about a half a length um, slow, and then got home six lengths faster. I don't think that's possible, just because um, horses like Wham and Garibaldi and those horses, Wham gave the leaders six length start, and you know was running on hard. So I, I, I think they're a little bit wrong. We've got it going probably about. Point two slow the last little the parts the last bit so i think this horse he can if he jumps he can get in the right spot i, I expect I, I sort of half am thinking that he'll be midfield he'll be running on my concern with the horse is that um he might be a fresh horse and eagle farm might not be his total go but i'm um i'm gonna be you know, I don't mind saying it. I'm going to have a big go at Emerald Kingdom, and um, and I ha- I have I'm got a share. It. I have I have got a share in the horse. I'm, I'm sort of saying that, but I he's been holding this horse up for the final. Yeah, exactly. He just me. set it up for the grand final day. This'll just to jam you. I don't mind it. You know what'll happen now? 
it'll be stone dead and he'll have 20,000 on the other one at the five-minute mark when things are locked in and revealed. This is this will be his best effort ever. <laughs> well, he, this, this horse went down. He jumped about a half a length in front of him. He broke the, the barriers open and he, he went down on his nose and then he was out the back three lengths. And prior to the race, they, when they put him the saddle on, he kicked his shoes off at the back, so they ripped his shoes off and he raced bare behind. Now, this horse has run fourth or fifth in a Stradbroke or whatever it is and beaten a couple of lengths. He's got he's fit now. He was fat first up. He had improved a little bit the other day, but he was too stirred up going to Toowoomba in the float and everything. Now Eagle Farm back to his home track. He'll be probably third or fourth. He's 25 to 1 or 20 to 1. Just, um, you know, he's quality horse. This will be the hottest go ever if you come out and win the stream off the back of this horse. I actually I got a love one. this. This is this is beautiful. And the best thing is it's at quarter to six. So right in the clinches, this horse will come out. And I think this is the horse that gets the preferential treatment going into the yard, isn't it? This is the one that can, uh, can sometimes like go into the yard last or just doesn't even parade and then they just like slip it through the side gate and straight onto the mm. track. This is this road Straight horse. through the drive-through, straight Heathen. to the gates. This is the horse. Mm. Is this the horse that Tip TC took the sit on for the only time in his career? He's led and taken a sit on one, I think, and he butchered it at Rose Hill one day or something. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I think. T- I think, and I think old mate absolutely blasted him, and I, it was the. It was uh, yeah, not a good result for. Well, you know, I, that, I, mean, I, know, was, I know this horse in the. It was in the million dollar race up at Rocky or whatever it is, and it, and it won and it beat Apache Cat, and Apache Cat walked in front, or not Apache Cat, Apache, Apache Chase. Chase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he walked in front and rode at a real sprint home. This horse, you know, gave a two-length start in a sprint home race and went straight past it. So, you know, th- this is diff- this- these are different horses. You know, I know he's got a big weight, but he, as I said, he's, he was fat first up. And then he was he had improved, but he was very stirred up, and it was probably the travel going up to Toowoomba, Eagle Farm, home track, third on the fence, peel around the leaders, Bang. This is going to be beautiful. I can tell you what's going to happen Saturday so you don't have to watch the live stream. Benno's going to lip out Knight's order, so you'll be in the cupboard, right. and then Johnny's horse is going to win. It'll be 26 into one, $9. I got my horse in first up for 20 months <laughs> at Newcastle. <laughs> so it's going to, anything could happen. We could be pulling tricks out of every box known to man. It's going to be interesting. That's good, though. I like that because at least it's a, you know late in the day, a bit like old Private Eye was last time. It, it builds the drama to it. The heat, whereas mine's stupid doors. I just saw it's in race two. They just released the fields for Newcastle. That's no fun at all. Mm. So you've got, uh, you've got Honey Creeper late and uh, Johnny McLeod's got uh, Emerald King of late. So it's going to be fireworks. So make sure you uh, head to Little Birdie TV or Top Sport and go into the My Benefit section uh, and deposit into Team MacBet, John McLeod, or Team Racing Watch, which is uh, Johnny Walter. It's going to be on for young and old. Midday start, and it'll probably go to you know, six. I don't know. If you're betting in the last race, Johnny, will be uh, – 20 past 6 on Saturday nights. I'm tipping it's going to go to 6.30 the stream and then we're going to do the Masters draw live There's on air after that. There's everywhere, isn't there? Oh, it's just crazy. So make sure you have an early night I on Friday. That's what night. we needed last time was more races, so that's perfect. <laughs> you know what we didn't do? We didn't even take a break last oh, <laughs> on I the last notice, show. Yeah, I did notice. It was terrible. I had the cramps and I was lying on the floor. <laughs> Johnny McLeod didn't even know he was in the stream. He just popped in four times and, out, and that was it. <laughs> I, Holy think, crap. I think that last half an hour of that stream was just unbelievable. And I, I, it was just incredible what was going on. It was sort of like bombs were getting thrown and, and it was just a matter of if it hit or it didn't hit. And, you know, you just it was just a good, good Donnie thing. was trying to work out how to lose. 
when he back those two winners in a row, I said I, I didn't know whether to, to loosen up. That's another thing. You know, we, you guys, you guys are a lot younger than me, but what my age from I would say mid thirties was when I was betting the biggest. So, at what age are you guys? What what sort of are you got? You They're on forty last week. week. <laughs> so, what? How, how old are you, Disney? I turned forty last week. Dead set. Thirty nine here, Nico. Twenty three. Nico's twenty three, going on forty five. Don't worry about that. DK. Oh, yeah, I mean, I mean. Johnny is a little bit older than me, but I'm nearly his vintage. Don't be shy. What, you, what, what do you think? 48. Did you, when did you when do you when were you betting the biggest you've you've ever bet? What uh just before I was probably early thirties. I mean, before just before I was married. Before I had sort of commitments and stuff like that. I was blast I was blasting then. Whew. Yeah, yeah, the same as me. I was, I got married when I was thirty two and it was probably anywhere from thirty to forty. I I think I think when I did get married, I really had to I pushed a little bit. I, I started going to a lot more meetings and not playing playing around a lot more. And and um, but it was you still had to roll your arm over. But geez. you could get on in those days, Johnny. Too yeah. that was the thing. Like at the, you know, you made the most of advantages. I mean, I just saw the boys Kingsley and, and Rich and BZ did a podcast the other day, and Kingsley was saying back in two thousand and eight when Waterhouse started first up in Melbourne on the rails and all that sort of thing. Just say, I'll bet you what you like. He's betting him to win one hundred and fifty. And he said, I just had to pull, rein myself in. You know, we always said, bet bigger, bet bigger. The more I bet, the more I turn over, the more I win. He said, I've pulled myself back in. But that was only, what, 15 years ago now. And now you can get on to win 3000 with a boogie. So. Yeah, that's, it's, it is ridiculous. I remember, I remember when fixed price came in um, and everyone was watching Betfair and trying to work out using Betfair as a real control over, uh, you know, what prices they bet. And if you handle Betfair, you could get, Ten dollars sources that should be four. It was just ridiculous. And next minute they'd start three dollars. So you're getting ten dollars. Ten dollars sources that were three should be three fifty. It was just stupid. Now we can talk about this on Saturday. We've got plenty of content. I'll make some notes because we um, there's a lot of things that just you blokes, Nico, would like back in those days. Like you'll make some best- notes for the ten minutes you're lobbying for, will you? Thanks, appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, just, I'll, I'll, I'll turn it up at 10 to 6. Just as long as you don't try to break the door down again this time. <laughs> yeah, I'll not. Old Kramer over here. Kramer. <laughs> anyway, it's good. <laughs> it's going to be on for young and old, so it's going to be a very uh, entertaining uh, show, so uh, six and a half hours. Johnny uh, McLeod, good luck. Make your flight and uh, can't wait to see you uh, in Melbourne town on Friday or uh, Saturday morning, which, whichever that is. But uh, thanks, mate. Well, I'm literally looking forward to it. I think it's going to be beautiful. It's going to be great. All right. Cheers, guys. Join Team MacBet if you uh, you want to jump on the coattails of a uh, fourth-generation bookmaker at uh, Top Sport there and Johnny Walter for uh, the pro punter sort of angle and uh, he's got his uh, night's order uh, thing pinned to his uh, head. Okay, time for uh, Donnie's best. Two out of three last week on fire. G'day, boys. Donnie's here with this weekend's best bet. We nailed it last week. We got two from three. So let's keep it going. Keeping it pretty simple this week. I'm going one horse at Eagle Farm on Saturday. It's race six, number 11, Stella Magic. This thing's a flying machine. It loves 1,000 metres. It loves Eagle Farm. It was raced out of its distance range, last preparation, chasing black-type success. Barrier one is perfect. The trial was unbelievable. It'll sit in the first three pairs, peel off their backs, and I think it goes bang. 
$3.60 is a great price. So get on now. All right, good luck, boys, this weekend. Can't wait to watch. All the best. Let's go. Looks grass with a haircut there too, Donnie. Moving One tip. St- moving straight along. Haven't got time. Top Sport Big Bets, Top Sport Steam. Randwick Race 7, number 11, Jack and O. This could be John McLeod's bet, 500 at $13. Definitely not mine. Race 8, number 4, Kiss Some. I've just uh, spelt that uh, incorrectly. So kiss it's em. T- Kiss Some, but it's uh, Kiss Some, t- 250 at $20. This horse uh, has got a lot of uh, potential. And then. First up. I think it's first up. Yeah, yeah Caulfield mm. Race 7, number 6, Express Pass. Pretty honest little uh, try. This horse, 750 at $10. And then uh, Caulfield Race 9, number 5, Numerian, 500 at $13. So that's the lot. We've uh, spoken a lot. uh, I think it's a world record show. It's uh, probably deserving of it being Caulfield Cup and Everest. We'll be back next week. There'll be one winner. You'll either be up and about, Walt, or you'll be sooking. Good luck on the punt this week, uh, Nico. Hopefully you can uh, blast a couple of big roughies. But uh, hat tip from yesterday, make sure you get the mounting yard mail. DK out wide. What's happening this week, DK, quickly? Oh, I'll just... Synthetic form by the look of it, mm. so uh, we'll get meetings to run. They'll be run on the synthetic, but anyway, we'll uh, would have been a, anyway. Yep, we'll find, we'll try and find something. Beautiful. Make sure uh, you jump on board the stream. Going to be a cracking six hours and a fifty dollar dart. Make sure you head to Little Birdie TV. Join us in the Masters. I'm going. Can't wait for the golf, and it uh, closes Friday night, eleven fifty five. Can't wait for the stream. See you guys. <laughs>